back to another podcast. This is God knows what episode this is. Uh, it's nice to see you. How are you? How are you doing? Hello, everybody. It's a beautiful uh, day. I hope, I hope all of our listeners are doing well, whatever day you are listening to this, I or night or evening or whatever. Uh, I hope your commute to work or your workout or your dinner is going well. Uh, yeah, I hope so. Even though the world around us is crumbling, I hope your world is being built up beautifully. I have to agree with you. That's a nice thing to say. Thank very you. Ni- very nice thing to say. So way, I like you. I like your hair and I like your mustache. Uh, your beard. Very nice. Thank you. Yeah, for those who are listening on um, Spotify, I got a haircut. I haven't had a haircut in a couple months, so I got a nice short haircut and I fixed up my beard. Um, also wearing that nice bamboo shirt. You got me. Uh, okay. <laughs> again, for those who don't know, who are not watching, I'm wearing a shirt that he got me while I was in Florida visiting him. And it's this like mixture of bamboo and rayon and it's very, um, stretchy, but it's got a little bit of weight to it and it's thin. So it, it feels breathable, but it's got weight to it. So it feels really soft and comfortable. Anyways, I, I digress. Glad you're enjoying it. Uh, we, so, all right. We have a various amount of things to talk about. We may not get through everything because um, I don't want to overboard the episode, but we have a, a good chunk of stuff to go through. Um, the first thing I think we can go through is the one that everyone's been talking about, and that's partially because I want to get it out of the way, but I also want to just talk about it, which is the slap heard around the world. And I know people have been hearing about it for days now, and people are probably tired of it, so I don't want to spend an ample amount of time on it. But uh, to, to set the thing straight, neither one was right. Neither Chris Rock nor uh, Will Smith was correct in this situation. Will Smith not only was wrong to assault him, but was wrong to, in front of a live show, take away the efforts of everyone at that show. Because I know for a fact, nothing else was spoken about because of that show. The first deaf man got an Oscar. Um, I think it's the fourth black woman to ever get an Oscar got an Oscar. Or no, sorry, not black woman. The um, fourth female director got an Oscar. I mean, various monumental things happened. And I heard of none of it purely because he slapped Chris Rock. And like I said, neither party is right. Chris Rock shouldn't have been making a joke about a woman's, um, any person for that matter's health issues. I don't care if you're a comedian, especially if they're right there. You know what I mean? And I get it. Sometimes people like that's sometimes humor that can go out there, you know, a little bit of, oh, we make fun of people's issues and stuff. At the very least, it, if it was a comedy special or something and he did it while she wasn't there, that's that's a little different because then they could have handled it off screen if it was an issue. But he did it live in front of everyone And this was something that is an issue. And regardless of the fact that Jada, Will, whoever makes their lives very public, regardless of the fact that, because I think a lot of people sometimes go, well, they chose to have their life public, so they they should be okay with it. That's not true at all. They don't necessarily have to be okay with it. They can talk about it and say, hey, this is something I'm really uncomfortable with. doesn't give you the right of way to make jokes about it. So I think neither party was correct. Okay, that's your opinion. You yes, know what I oh. say about opinions. Real, real quick. The 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 thing I was about to say was things that happened, but no one that I didn't hear about. The first openly queer woman of color won an Oscar. The first deaf man won an Oscar, and the third woman to win an Oscar for best director. The deaf man won for acting. The third woman won for directing. And then the first openly queer woman of color won an Oscar. So things like that, I thought were for supporting actress, by the way. Uh, okay. 
I things add- like that I didn't hear about because they were covering the slap more than anything because controversy sells. Okay, Anyways. I I could I could add to that, Peter. Go I ahead. love Chris. I love Chris Rock. I love Will Smith, but on that list, the first dumbass black man won an Oscar, and that was Will Smith for hitting uh, Chris Rock because for years uh, Afro Americans have been saying their representation by the Academy has been nil and void. And here, uh, Will Rock, Will, Will Smith does such a fantastic portrayal of Mr. Williams and his family and takes away from that portrayal and hurts the Williams family by his actions. And maybe sets back uh, Afro-Americans and um, uh, the Academy and the award system. I don't know. I uh, disagree. But, but let me finish. Uh, there's a caste system, uh, evidently, when Will Smith got up and smacked Chris Rock. Uh, if it had been not an A-lister or a black man, like uh, Will Smith, even though it was a black man hitting a black man, uh, he would have been arrested for assault. I know Chris Rock said, let him stay, but it's usually uh, the person who's assaulted can say, I'm dropping the charges, but the police will arrest the person for assault on the spot because it's an assault. And I, not only blame those two participants, the jokester and the the hitter, but I blame the producer for not having suitable security. And eventually something, it didn't have to be one person hitting another, but with such a large audience, something always can happen. And there was no security there on the stage to prevent it. I think everybody looked at it and said it was a gag. Um, In response to what you said about a joke, uh, yeah, I I wouldn't wanna say, uh, hear a joke about um, somebody being detrimental to my wife, but he knows better. Um, You know, he knows better than to use foul language after hitting Chris Rock. Uh, Will Smith, I always considered him to be a gentleman. I always considered him to be one of the best liked people in Hollywood based on what I read. And he knows better to use the vulgarity that he used. And what bugged me even more than that was when Chris Rock made the joke, Will Smith started to laugh. And then his wife gave him a look like she had a stick up her ass. And he must have said, "Uh oh, I better do something. So rather than being the gentleman I thought he is and walking up to Chris Rock and just saying, Chris, keep your my wife's name out of your mouth quietly, he had to walk up like a gangster and smack him because he had to get his street credit. And this to me uh, was something that I don't agree with. And I think that comedians have a certain leeway and uh, Chris Rock, this is not the first time he had uh, said something, you know, about uh, Jada Smith. You know that, don't you? Yeah. In 2016, Jada Smith wasn't at, she, she boycotted the Oscars. And Chris Rock had said, Jada boycotted the Oscars. Her boycotting the Oscars is like me boycotting Rahana's panties. I wasn't invited. Yeah. You know, so, you know, again, you grown ups, national audience, you know how to behave. You should know how to behave. And 
what you hear when you're a kid, sticks and stones may break my bones, but names will never harm me. So I think it was a terrible, terrible thing and more terrible that it's getting so much press with what's going on in the world. Yeah, a uh, couple things with that real quick. One, it does not need to be specified that it was a dumbass black man. It's just a dumb man. He's just a no, dumb no. man. Well, I, the reason why I'm saying that, if that was anybody else, the police would have come, take him, put him in handcuffs, or gra grabbed him off the stage. But today, the police are afraid to react in any way, and the producers... I disagree. I think it was... I, I disagree. I think it's because it was the Oscars and there was trust that everyone in there acting-wise was not going to do something like that. Um, so... But that was before the fact. Yeah. But I also think it was... I, I, I somewhat... No, I don't. Um, the other thing is... Um, that was something important that you brought up that I was, I actually wanted to bring up because I, I saw people discussing that, that they said this wasn't, people believe it wasn't Will actually doing this. It was him trying to defend his woman because Jada gave him a look um, and that he thought it was funny and that he was going to let it go. But then she basically gave him a look that said, go do something about it. Um, and so, yeah, I think, I don't think we'll know. Like, I don't think we'll ever get the full understanding, the comprehension behind it. But if, if that's the case, um, this is even more messy than, than we can truly understand because it's, it's disrespectful that Chris Rock even began to make a joke like that live um, about yeah. someone's medical condition. The whole Rihanna panties joke, that's funny, but that's also not a medical issue. That's just she wasn't invited. And it's like, okay, that's kind of funny, sure. But this is a medical issue. That's like me, that, that would not even me. That's like a comedian going on stage and making a joke about an actor who has cancer um, and being like, oh, sucks, you're gonna die soon. Or a good example is Bruce Willis. He just got diagnosed with um, some form of medical issue that is gonna prevent him from acting because he's gonna have difficulty um, speaking and maneuvering. And that would be like, someone going on stage and making a joke about him not being able to basically be a vegetable now. That's awful. That's like not funny. It takes okay. a really screwed up, you know, and so I get it. At the same time, there are people that would find that kind of funny and some people who are okay with that and great. Okay. But it's different to do it live and it's different to do it in front of your fellow actors like that versus an audience. There's a difference between doing it in front of your fellow actors and doing it in front of an audience. Um, so that's wrong. Will Smith going up to smack him, completely wrong. Jada, if she was the one orchestrating this and giving him the look that was basically go do something about it, is even more wrong. And then Will Smith responding to it and saying, you know what? Yes, I'm going to go do that, is even more wrong. Especially and then using the foul language afterwards. Right. What you're right. Correct. Um, especially given the fact that Jada is Jada and she wants to be this strong, independent woman, but yet won't defend herself when he makes that kind of joke. She had to have Will do it. Um, so it was, uh, I don't know. It, it was a very, very messy conversation and a very messy thing to go through. Um uh, so I like in terms of what will happen, he's already resigned from his ability to vote. Uh, will I don't know if his Oscar will be revoked, I don't think so. It, it um, won't be revoked. The reason revoked. he resigned, which is my belief, I don't know if it's factual, is I think the academy went up to him and said, You need to resign because they weren't going to fire him because they didn't fire so many other people. They didn't fire Weinstein. They didn't fire Polanski. They didn't fire um, Hag Spacey. They didn't fire so many other actors who had so many way worse issues, like convicted felons, like convicted problems. And they didn't fire these guys. 
But if they fired Will Smith, a black man who was defending his wife, if you want to take it from that perspective, would look very bad on a on a predominantly old white academy company. Um, so yeah, a absolute mess of a situation, and it was people thought it was staged because they knew that the Oscars were dying as oh, a sort well, of. Well, well, they stood up and they applauded. I that I didn't like either. So, uh, who will? You know. Yeah, they applauded. Well, that's why that's why that's why people yeah, yeah. think it was Jada because Will was the one who thought it was funny, and he probably was going to let it go, and then yeah. his wife gave him a look, and he went into attack mode. That's that's yeah. a possible outcome as to what was happening. Um, we, like I said, we probably won't know, um, because they're probably that's, just not going to discuss it. Let me just tell you something. Uh, again, I'll say. Uh, it's a terrible blemish on Afro-Americans who have complained again about not getting suitable rep representation by the Academy. And here, here they get the highest representation and Will Smith screws it up, but- Well, but he's also not a representation Rick, let, for all black let, people. And wait, wait, real, real time out, side quick. It's not Afro-Americans, Afro it's- black indigenous people of color because not every black oh, I person is I, I can't it's, keep it up. it's not it up not every black person is uh african descent so okay okay thank you for correcting because i can't keep it up you know i can't follow what just what the just terms go are. for black people that's it okay ricky gervais rickles in the past get up on stage and they used to rank the hell out of people in the audience. And people in the audience would sit there and they'd say, oh, to themselves, don't talk about me, but please talk about me because getting a picture on the camera of, of their reaction to the joke was worth tremendous exposure. Right. And, you know, like I remember Don Rickles saying to uh one of his famous lines was oh how you doing that nice dressed man over there is that your wife <laughs> you know saying that she's ugly now right uh nobody came up and smacked don rickles in the face but then again don rickles had uh an army of uh security on each side of the stage in case some crazy would come up and Ricky well, Gervais, also... Ricky Gervais, he had no conscience. He did the three Golden Globes, and on his last Golden Globe, he says, "I think this is going to be my last Golden Globe after they hear what I got to say." So, uh, was it right what happened? Uh, no, but again, you could let it pass and not have a stick up your ass and look at your husband with daggers and put him in a position where he may have to defend you, but he could have defended her with words, but he had to be straight. And again, he wanted to show his machismo. And that's but, a terrible thing. He's a, so, he's a good guy. Yeah, he is a good guy. Um, from what we are shown, Told. because we don't, we don't know yeah. what his life is outside. He seems like a nice guy. Great. Just like yeah. all the celebrities, they seem like nice people, but they could be completely different. Anyways. Right. Like the us, people... we're, we're really nice. We're celebrities. We're pretty nice people. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, the other comedians <laughs> you were talking about, the reason they're able to make those kinds of jokes is not because it was a different, it's because it was a different time, but because there was different expectations to uphold. People had to just take crap like that. I am a, I'm a, a believer in the idea of, you know, comedy like that is there's always going to be comedy like that. Oh, making fun of someone's ugly wife. Oh, making fun of someone's ugly this or whatever. I think it will continue to shrink as a form of comedy because it's a low ball. It's, a, it's an easy gag. And it's very much a lazy form of comedy um, because it's hurtful and it's an easy jab. And I think part of the reason why I think it will continue to shrink and why 
this is such an issue is because it's harmful. You can, there are millions of jokes out there that you can make that are not at the expense of other people, let alone other people with medical conditions. So like you said at the beginning, Chris Rock knows better. He's, a, he's been a comedian for God knows how long. He knows better. He knows better. He's not like 22 and he's just getting out there. You know, he's not Amy Schumer who made a joke about um, Steve-O saying Steve-O should have died because we were hoping Steve-O died instead of Brian Dunn from Jackass. Um, so like, would, would uh, a friend of uh, who died go up and slap Amy Schumer or would it have been okay if well, so, and that's, that's, a, that's an important conversation to have as well, which I thought was something that I saw people bring up as well, as they said, you know, if, Will, if that was a woman who was up there, regardless of shape, color, doesn't matter. If it was a woman and Will went up there and smacked her, he would, he would have been arrested in under a minute. He would have been arrested in under a minute, but because it was a man on a man, it was totally fine. Um, and also, if it was Chris Rock and a white guy went up there and smacked the crap out of him, there would have been some people saying he's racist or it would have been some issues with that. So the fact that it was uh, two black men significantly impacts the story. 100%, it significantly impacts the story because if it was any other combination of people, white man and a black man, a black man and a white woman, to whatever it may be, would have been a completely separate issue. Um, so, and if yeah. it wasn't an, if it wasn't a, a black man who is an A-lister, I'll even say a triple A-lister uh, in Hollywood, if it was just a regular actor or a seat filler who came up and smacked Chris Rock, he'd be in jail right now. That's, that's very so true as well. They both were very yeah. high-powered actors, and thus it was sort of equal. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Not, also, not, to top it off so that we can segue because i want to i don't want to spend the whole just, topic on this i know i just want to say one other thing chris rock was go, was going to say something after he got hit funny but he said and you could see he curtailed his uh what he was going to say and went into the presentation but a great comeback would be okay uh get your checkbook ready yeah uh, but that honestly, if that if he said that, that probably would have started a fight um, and that would have just been worse because he's egging him on. I don't care if you're a comedian. Move away from the situation. You just got slapped live on stage. Both of you are wrong. That might have that might happen in private. You don't know. But uh, no, I think afterwards they spoke. Um, but according to the press, they never spoke. It was. Uh... Something online. I, oh, I, okay. I don't know what's wrong. But, well, uh, regardless. You know, yeah. But anyway, regardless. Uh, um, the, to, Chris, to segue, to, before we, we segue, to just make it all cherry on top, Will Smith went on to win an Oscar, which was his first Oscar. So he had his Leo DiCaprio moment of been working for God knows how many years, getting nominated four times, and then won his Oscar the same day he does this thing. So yeah, that absolutely crazy, crazy night. Um, something that they didn't air, but a lot of people, I saw videos on it. Um, Samuel L. Jackson won a, I believe it was some form of like a life achievement award. That was an honorary Oscars award. Uh, they didn't air it because it was an honorary. It wasn't like a, a specific category. But that was, and it was um, presented by Denzel Washington. So it was a wonderful uh, thing for Samuel Jackson. Yeah, I don't uh, think, though, it was a wonderful thing for the Williams family. Oh, because, no, of course not. You know. So, all right. Okay. Next. Next. This one's super quick. I just wanted to uh, bring it up because I thought it was very funny. And uh, it's extremely funny watched a video. I was watching a streamer who was talking about this YouTube video and we, he watched a little bit of it. I ended up watching the whole video. This guy named Michael Reeves, famous YouTuber, uh, made a video where he was trying to understand stocks. 
And what he did is he went and bought a fish, bought a fish, put it in a fish tank. And this kid is a very tech savvy guy. He codes and he, he makes, he can very, he knows what he's doing. He knows how to like create codes and, and various forms of engineering. He engineered a software that he set up a camera, put his fish in a fish tank, and then put a TV above the fish tank. And what he did was every, um, I think it was every day, he put two stocks up, stock, stock companies. And depending on where the fish spent more time in the tank, that is what the, um, would automatically buy stocks for. So a camera was watching the fish and tracking it, and it would track how much time it spent on either side of the tank. And depending on which side it spent more on, it bought those stocks. And he wanted to see how successful this would be. I think he spent like $50,000 or something on it. It was sponsored, so it was money given to him by a company, um, but $50,000. He then compared it to Wall Street Bets, which is that like Reddit group of youth, like younger people who claim to know betting and stock selling um, better than NASDAQ and all of them. Here is, this is the part that I love, and it's going to be the spoiler of the video. Um, the fish made 14% higher profits than NASDAQ, and like many, much more than that, like three or four times that higher than Wall Street bets. So he walked away with an extra, um, at the end of the video, he ends up like bringing the fish back to the, um, food, the place he bought the fish at. And he gave the guy at the, the story the profits he made, which was like a couple thousand dollars. Um, I just, the, the video is a very funny thing. It has nothing to do with anything other than I thought it was extremely funny that this guy not only made profit, but basically outpaced NASDAQ and these major stock people who claim to know stocks by using a fish. Yeah, uh, now he could sell that. He could sell that fish and make money. Well, he put he brought the fish back to the to the place he bought it, and then he gave the money that he made profits for to the guy at the counter. Um, and for those who are looking to watch this video, I will put it in the description on the YouTube because I don't I don't I can't do it on Spotify. So on YouTube, if you are watching on YouTube, in the description, I will link his video. You can watch it. It's like I think fifteen minutes. It's very funny. Um, and it just, like it further shows how bullcrap as someone who does stocks, like I know you used to do a lot of stocks as someone who doesn't understand stocks and sees a lot of it as like arbitrary games that a lot of people just think they understand, but it's a lot of guessing and just getting right. Uh, this further proves it to me, at least that a fish yeah. can outpace, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's very humorous. They used to do that with chimpanzees too in the past. Yeah, well, like that that was like a concept too. They said if you put a, a a certain amount of monkeys on a typewriter and they just start jamming buttons, eventually the the letters that'll come out will form like an actual cohesive story and like a good one. Uh, mm -hmm. so yeah that's it that that topic was very brief and swift i just wanted to bring it up because i felt very, very inspired good. and it was very funny to bring up very good. Uh, so what was i have one other thing but i think i'll save it what was the um what was that one thing you said you wanted to bring up the oh the uh the fundraiser uh, not necessarily. Uh, yeah, well, it's things that were said this week, just briefly. Yes. Um, uh, you know, that it's okay to say gay was one of our, uh, our podcasts. Well, since then, stupid remarks have been made by stupid people. Let me give you one. Former President Trump told gays for Trump supporter, you don't look gay during a Mar-a-Lago fundraiser event for Michigan Republican John Gibbs. You don't look gay. 
Hmm. He said, okay. well, he said, you don't, you don't look gay. We did great with the gay population. Yeah, you don't look gay. Okay. Then we had Marjorie Taylor Greene, who's a Republican from Georgia, a featured speaker at Trump's rally in Georgia, attacked Transportation Secretary Peter, Peter Buttigieg and his husband, Jason, in a homophobic rant. You know what? A furious Green asked the crowd. Pete Buttigieg can take his electric vehicles and his bicycle, and he and his husband can stay out of the girls' bathrooms. And these are people that we have put in elective office. Uh, in the meantime, Marjorie Taylor Greene, who made that remark, has also been slamming Disney about their stance on the uh, don't say gray, don't say gay uh, law in Florida. And she's been investing heavily in Disney all these years. Well, that's and, why she's uh, getting pissed at them because she's like, you're not giving me enough money. Yep. And then there was the memo that came out by the uh, teachers that uh, if I could find it here, oh yes. Memo circulated to Florida teachers laid out clever sabotage of the don't say gay law. Every student should now use they and them pronouns to avoid obvious gender and identifiers like he and she. It indicates a letter reporting circulating in the state. So we have become so asinine, it is, totally ridiculous what is happening in our country. And finally, the last statement that really, really got me, but then again, what would life be without Donald Trump opening his mouth? In, an, in a new interview published Tuesday, former President Donald Trump called on Russian President Vladimir Putin to release any damaging information he has about the Biden family in a brazen request for domestic political assistance from America's top adversary. Now, you know what? I don't care for Biden, but what, what all is going on, Trump and his running uh, his friend, Putin, unbelievable what's going on. And I, I just cannot believe it. Cannot believe it. Oh, yeah, I do believe it. I do believe it. Look, I love it. It's it's I love it in a deeply problematic sense um, because it's just everything just keeps going. It just keeps going and it just keeps getting worse. And it feels like it's getting worse because we have the Internet, because we have social media and because we can document everything and discuss it. You know, 60, 70 years ago, it was in the newspaper and that was it. If you didn't save the newspapers, you forgot about it in about two weeks. Um a uh, couple couple things. One, the don't say gay thing with the whole teachers is extraordinary. I was losing it when you told me that because it truly does show you how ignorant these Florida politicians are, that they quite literally have gone so far into trying to stop education of gay people of gay of of LGBTQ plus um, information and the representation that they've literally come full circle. Like this is a perfect example of the term coming full circle. They quite literally banned it so hard that we have to use pronouns to describe people in a way that is beneficial to the LGBTQ plus community because we are doing exactly what they want, which is breaking down the binary and calling everyone they and them. That's exactly what is what was asked of this community. That's the whole point of what they're fighting for is to stop representing me as a he, stop representing her as a her. Call everyone people or they, them, or ask for their pronouns. And so we're now, they now just went so far and they said, screw it. 
we're going to call them they, them, because we're not going to use he, she. You just helped. You just helped them. Oh, yeah. my God. It's so yeah. good. I love it. They're so and it's stupid. Not just, it's, it's not just the politicians. It's the parents down here in oh, Florida. Well, mind you, yes. Like, it's Florida as a whole. Um, not everyone in Florida. I refuse to ever generalize something like that. Um, but Florida as a as a whole, in the sense of like Florida being its state, it is commonly known that a lot, a lot of people in Florida do that. Um, oh, it's uh, wonderful. There are, there are signs up right now: DeSantis for president, Trump for president in twenty twenty four, all over. I go for my walk. It's already up there. It's only yeah, well, because, because they want to be as racist as they can and, and be as ignorant as they can while walking around with their guns. And they want to have these president, these two people as president and vice president so that they can do what they want. Uh, I love it. it. It's hilarious. I love it because it's so stupid. It truly shows the great depths of how ignorant we as people can become. Uh, as for the comments with Marjorie Taylor and the, and the, you don't look gay. It's just more bullcrap. That's all. It just, it's more stupid comments. You don't look gay. Oh, Jesus Christ. I didn't know I could look gay. Uh, <laughs> hey, you know, Peter, you know, we're, our family has many different religions. I just happen to be Jewish. And when yeah. I was, uh, when I was younger, and uh, I remember being in a college fraternity, and uh, this was in Brooklyn, New York at the time. I remember we had some uh, college uh, fraternity brothers uh, who were in my fraternity, and they weren't, weren't in New York for the first time, and they weren't Jewish. And now we were predominantly a Jewish fraternity. They looked at me and said, you don't look Jewish. We thought Jews have big noses and horns. So, you know, uh, well, right. But and so, I, yeah, there's a conversation to be said that like certain people from certain religions ha may majority have similar features or certain concepts. But I think that barrier is being broken down more and more over the past uh, decades because more and more people are transitioning religions. They're choosing religions that they want to be a part of. They don't feel condemned to the religions that they are a part of and thus stereotypes like that one are being broken um but yeah i yeah, love people, it. I, yeah, I love oh to, you don't look gay oh what you don't look jewish yeah, didn't know then, i could uh, look it yeah i could then walk in after that as i got older wearing a black pinstripe suit suit and i tend to look as they would say i have the qualities of looking italian and they would yeah. say, oh, you're Italian, huh? Now you look yeah. Italian. So, so you know, therefore like, you're Christian. Oh. Yeah. So, uh, you know, how you look doesn't mean what's inside of you. Yep. And, but, but it's the intent of what you say. And, oh, you don't look gay. I mean, that is totally ridiculous. It's uh, just, it's more, it's more brazen comments by a, an ignorant orange. That's all it is. It's just more yeah, of yeah. what he was doing as a president. Um, and more of what his followers are doing. Uh, yeah, and I, and I just hope that we do not have the, any removal of the gay marriage laws in certain states, because I know they're pushing for it. I know what we said that in our previous certain, podcast. I was yeah. going to say certain states are already pushing for, um, I, I know Utah and like two Kentucky. or three other, Kentucky, Kentucky and a couple others have done away with certain things in regards to the LGBTQ plus community, as well as women's rights, like abortion and stuff. So I expect no less from the, mid, the Midwest places like that, Utah, Kentucky, places like that, 100% I expect them to do that because that's, that's the epitome of that type of like culture. I'm not going to say people yeah. because it's not all people there. There's plenty of people that are stuck there and can't leave. Um, but it's that type mm -hmm. of culture. There's mm -hmm. still sundown towns. We still have sundown towns in America. You know, um, mm -hmm. 
So, of course, it's expected. And the problem is, I shouldn't be expecting it. That's the root of the issue, is I shouldn't be expecting it. I should I should be surprised, and I'm not. Yeah, um, there, was an old jo- there was an old joke. Uh, Sammy Davis Jr., who was a prominent entertainer, super A-lister, walks on a bus, and the bus driver says, go to the back of the bus. And Sammy says, what do you mean? He says, Bus driver says, go to the back of the bus. He says, but I'm Jewish. And bus driver says, get off the bus. Yeah. Peter, yeah. it's a joke. I thought that you was real. It? Oh, no. <laughs> that was a joke. Oh, no. But he always would say that joke, you know, that they wanted him to sit in the back because he was black. Oh, he would, he he would say that joke. Okay. Yeah, and then he would say, but I'm Jewish. And then yeah. we can get off the bus. Right. You know. Yeah. Because okay, I get yeah. it. I oh god, okay. Um uh, I, I I gotta educate you, boy. I I look, I don't know if I want that kind of education. We there's other things I can be educated on. Um <laughs> anyways. Oh, this was something that I saw as well. Biden recently went in front of a podium and said that there is a food shortage. I wanted to discuss that briefly because there is not a food shortage. There is a grain shortage. That is food, but that's different than food shortage because food means in general, grain is a very specific category of food. Um, Russia and Ukraine produce one third of like the world's grain. So the issues that are going on is affecting grain production. Additionally, uh, Egypt is having is going to very soon have some issues with, because of lack of grain, they subsist off of a a form of holy bread. uh, And that's gonna, the prices in that are gonna be an issue. And also the corn that we would try to get in substitute for the grain in South America is low due to droughts and poor weather. Uh, so yeah, uh, thankfully, because we live in a very privileged country, we are probably just going to see rise in prices, uh, in other countries, there's probably going to be riots. Uh, but yeah, just wanted to bring it up real briefly. Cause I know recently Biden was like, oh, there's a food shortage. It's, it's a grain shortage still, yeah, well, still significant, still impactful, but deeply different than food. Yeah. Also, if I'm correct. And if I'm not, you could comment on it. Uh, unemployment was down this week, and there were more jobs available. Uh, the statistics statistics show than in a long, long time. More jobs uh, available. More jobs available. I don't want to get into this because it, it's a it's it showed statistics showed it. I understand there's statistics out there, but something that I've experienced and that many people around me have experienced, people that I've specifically spoken to, but as well as people that are talking about it on social media, a lot of these companies are offering jobs, quote unquote, and refuse to actually fill them. Because as long as they work with a skeleton crew and post jobs that they need people, and as long as they keep pretending to hire people they get money from the government they get subsidized money um and then on top of that because they're working a skeleton crew they only have to they can now save even more money so i don't want to get into a whole deep conversation about it because it's a it's a deep issue that involves a lot of components there's people that left and found better jobs there's people who are getting jobs i understand um and if the unemployment rate is low wonderful Simultaneously, though, there are a lot of companies that are pretending to put jobs out there that are not actually hiring. And on top are of you, that, our um, the our the worth of our dollar is going down. So those who are working are not going to be making a lot of money in the very near future. Well, both of us are having trouble finding jobs. You're not finding a job. What are you What are you looking for? I'm looking to become a 78 year old gigolo. Uh, <laughs> nobody wants to hire me. No, nobody wants to hire me. 
they're looking in the wrong places. <laughs> God damn. Oh my God. Oh Jesus. Um oh, I don't know how to come back from that. Um fuck it. Uh whatever. Move to the next, the last and final topic that I have. Um I saw this one on, on TikTok and I needed to bring it up in a podcast because those who listen, I don't think watch TikTok and it went viral and I need to spread the information more because it bothered the hell out of me and I want to bother you with it. There is a layer of spiders in our atmosphere, um, like a literal atmospheric layer of spiders that have live spiders so the spiders use atmospheric electricity to fly hundreds of miles so and this is off of a um, one of the science articles that i found they they are usually about two and a half miles up or for those who are in kilometers it is four kilometers in the sky they um this is common knowledge i think is when spiders are born or just spiders in general can make almost balloons out of their webs. They make like a, a, a parachute almost and the wind carries them and they go. Um, that's how spiders can travel. But they use the wind and they, and they um, the, the scary part about these specific types of spiders, not even these specific types of spiders, but this specific type of phenomenon is there's no wind. These spiders are flying with their parachute web balloon purely off of electrical fields. Uh, so they, they use multiple strands of silk that splay out in a fan-like shape, which, which suggests that there must be a repelling electrostatic force involved. Uh, author Dr. Erica Morley, an expert in sensory biophysics says, um, there's current theories that fail to predict the patterns in spider ballooning using wind alone as the driver. Why is it that some days there are large numbers that take to the air while other days no spiders will attempt to balloon at all? So just to freak everyone out, there is a layer of spiders chilling out about two and a half miles up in the, in the air, and no one knows why. We don't know why. So they, they don't know where they're coming from. Not that they don't know where they're coming from. They don't understand why they're up there. Why the hell are spiders floating around in their little balloons two and a half miles in the sky? For How many? Have they said how many? Approximately? Oh, there's no way to count. It's just spiders. Um, could, it be an, could it be an invasion force from the planet Spidemia? No, you know what it is? It's actually only in America, and it's Russian spider spies. They're, spider they're, spies. They have... They have little bombs on their their like legs, and they're mm -hmm. gonna swoop down. They're they're hanging out up there like a satellite, and they're waiting for the mm -hmm. green light, and then they're all gonna drop down. Yes, <laughs> yeah, that's funny, but it's not a threat. All we gotta do. Is, no, it's uh, not a threat. It's not a threat at all. But it's just very uncomfortable and unnerving yeah, I, for people who don't like spiders. Uh, yeah. That there is, and and the 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 part is is we don't know why. We like, yeah. why are they up there? Why are they hanging out up there? And granted, bugs in general are sensitive to electromagnetic fields. They are very sensitive to that. That's that's how a lot mm -hmm. of bugs navigate. Um, and I think the whole concept of these spiders using electro electronic field or electro, ooh, I'm having an issue, electric fields um, to fly up in the air not only are they sensitive to it, but why and how are they using it to fly is the yeah. other issue. So, yeah. Um, yeah, just it's that's it. There's nothing else to it. I It's a curious thing that I'm interested in, but also wanted to freak anyone else who's listening out. I hope Thank I you. bothered you a little bit. Um, I you. hope you think about it for the next couple of days. Yeah, uh, follow up on it if you get any more information. I will try and follow up on it because I am interested. I don't think they'll come to a conclusion, at least for a while, but I would now, like to, now, yeah. And now you're going to get some people to bug out. Ah, bug, bug out. Ha, that's funny. 
You're funny. Yes. <laughs> I'm funny. <laughs> you, you think I'm funny? Did you yeah. say I'm funny? Yeah. Did you, you said I'm funny? I did. That's a great line from Goodfellows. Then he shot the guy in the head. <laughs> I got to I got to introduce you to some of the stuff from past what years. Awful. Oh my god. No, but well, see it's only funny because you said it. Like if I watched yeah. that, I would have just been like, "Okay, he's he did what he did." But like I didn't know that he blew his head off. So it was funny that you said it that way. Yeah. Uh, no, it, it actually that actually that didn't happen. They were sitting around having at a at a uh, in a bar at a table and a bunch of guys and one guy made a joke and one of the gangsters says do you think i'm funny do you think i'm funny do you think and he scared the heck out of the other gangster until the other gangster looked at him and started to laugh you know like you're putting me on but you know yeah but uh you know he didn't shoot him. but anyway oh, well uh, that's very, a funny way to do it though i, I like yeah. that that's funny so yeah. all right Good, uh, good point. Good point, Peter. I like that information. Excellent. Thank you. Uh, we will come back again. Um, we are working on possibly going for a weekly concept. I will, we're still figuring it out. We're still working on it. Um, for now, we will be every other weekend still. Follow, subscribe, share, do all that juicy stuff. Um, send it to your friends, send it to your family, start arguments with them using our podcast. I'd love it. Let's cause chaos. Um, Can I do and... one note? What? One Go ahead. Note to my followers in Germany, send troops to Ukraine. Send them. Weapons. Go ahead. Yeah, we because I think we have one guy in Germany. That's good. And then Australia, stay away. I don't want any of your spiders or your oversized whatever bugs leave us alone you can stay where you are we're finished yeah that's it see you next time over and out peace out